What's happening? This is Poder Podcast. Your host, Sergio Lagunas. On this podcast, we feature influential and powerful leaders with their own unique stories on art, music, education, and influence. So listen to these stories to find out their source of poder. Welcome to another episode of Poder Podcast. With us today, we have Leslie Valdivia from Sacramento, California, and we are here at Smoky outside because of the recent fires in Chico and Paradise. And we are going to talk about her entrepreneurship life and his uh, historical narrative, as well as her role as the co-founder of a Latinx beauty brand called Vive Cosmetics. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Sergio. I'm super excited for this podcast and for being here. Yeah, so in Poder Podcast, we like to get to know our guest and tell us more about your historical background, your family, where you're from. Did you grow up in Sacramento? Sure. So I'm a daughter of Mexican immigrants. Um, I actually was born in San Diego, and I moved around a lot as a kid. So I lived in San Diego, nos fuimos a Mexico, we moved back to Mexico, we came back to San Diego, and then we ended up here in Northern California in the, in the little town of Lodi, which is about 45 minutes from Sacramento. I've been here in Sacramento for about eight years now. I was the first in my family to graduate from college, so I was the first one to move away not that far but you know still a distance and I came out here to Sacramento graduated from Sac State and then I just been here since I love Sacramento um, and uh, recently the, my newest project is this Latina Latinx beauty brand called Viva Cosmetics uh, the, the purpose of this brand is for Latinx and Latinas to feel represented in the beauty industry which is super super important we're one of the top consumers of beauty but we don't see companies that reflect us all the way from CEOs management to models and campaigns so that's what I do um, and it's been a really exciting project for me and the, uh, my other co-founder. Yeah, tell us more about your beauty brand. What, what kind of products do you uh, provide and do you provide more? I think you provide more than just a product. Sure, yeah. So again, it's a very new brand. We very uh, we launched about a year ago um, and we've just seen the demand of it and a brand like this uh, and we see that in our social media. Our social media has really expanded and that, again, that just testifies that people wanted to see themselves represented in a brand like this and it's a vegan and cruelty-free makeup brand So, which is very important. I know that's very important to a lot of Latinos, Latinas, Latinx community. Um, we don't think ourselves of environmentalist or as people that care about the environment but we actually do so that's really important to us and also our brand has a social mission for every product that people buy 25 cents is donated back to the community um, that and organizations and resources that help uh, Latina women and people of color in general in a small short summary that's what it is um, we are all available online um, we're an online brand Instagram is a way to go to find us at Viva Cosmetics um, but hopefully one day you know we dream big so it'll be awesome to see it in uh, store shelves one day how did this come about it's very interesting no one just pops up one day and said like you know what let's start a beauty brand sure yeah so 
I was actually working at a nonprofit when this idea came about. Um, in my role at the nonprofit, I was a Latinx uh, prosperity program coordinator. I was working with low-income Latino community here in Sacramento, and I realized of the resilience that they have in trying to build their own businesses and own opportunities despite having limited of resources available to them, right? I realized my privilege of having a degree, a college degree. I realized my privilege of speaking English. There was so many things that I realized I had in my hands and what further can I do with it? What can I create with all these privileges that I had? That kind of started the business bug. And then I was thinking like, okay, if anyone wants to start a business or any type of project, you have to be invested in it. You have to love it. So I was you know, thinking, thinking, what was something that I love? And I was like, I love makeup. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so I'm like, I love makeup, and I love my Latina community, and I, I love my culture, so why not marry it together? And then this kind of idea came about with my business partner, and she's like, oh my God, I've been thinking about something similar for a while, and I knew she was just the right fit, like we would fit together for this project. And then after doing some research, I realized, wow, Latinos are number one top beauty consumers, which is something I didn't know before the idea came about. That information came after, so it just kind of solidified like, okay, the need is there, these consumers are there, and what is better, you know, something that I love, Latina, Latino culture, and makeup, and put it together. And that's literally how that idea was born. Yeah, it's amazing. Your, your product is very amazing, the whole mission, social statement. I actually went ahead and bought a few of your products. Awesome. And gave them away. And, you know, the people that reacted to it, whoa, it doesn't come off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's vessel proof. Yeah. Let me put it to a test. And, you know, it's very uh, well received by the Latino Latinx community. Mm-hmm. As I see in your social media, I follow it. I like to yeah, share some so of those much. things. Uh, and then... Tell us more about your inspiration for uh, entrepreneurship and also what do you see in the future of this beauty brand if there's any potential to expand toward like sub uh, daughter companies mm-hmm. or anything like that. So again, I think the inspiration, like I said, it, it just came from realizing all the privileges that I had and just taking fully advantage of it. Moving forward and what keeps us inspired is the reaction from the customers. And we call them Vexes. Our customers are all Vexes. It just keeps us going we've received like not exaggerating literal messages and messages on emails uh, dms saying wow thank you so much for creating this brand i bought this lipstick and i put it on i never felt comfortable in my skin until now it's so powerful like just seeing the validation of this love project because really that's what it is um, and seeing how people are taking it in and it's literally impacting their lives and you know you don't really think about like makeup right like the power of just feeling good about yourself and feeling beautiful anything if this project doesn't keep for the long term which i really hope it does but if it doesn't i feel like i we already won just because we've changed somebody's perspective about how they look how they feel for the better and just making them feel more positive for the future I, you know i do hope this continues um we hope to grow the brand um, offering different products. Um, we have been known for our lipsticks, but we've ex- recently expanded to face products, which that was really exciting. Um, but again, it's looking for opportunities to hopefully be in stores one day, like Ulta, beauty beauty stores like that. That would be the ultimate dream. Um, but yeah, I think the people and the feedback we've received of the brand and how it's impacted them is like our inspiration to keep moving forward. Yeah, I see that you were featured in various entertainment magazines and such. 
what are some places that have featured your your product and your yeah so brand? yeah so most recently we were featured on Oprah magazine whoa that's huge yeah which is so exciting um, it was actually um, it was a Latina writer reporter that works uh, recently had gotten hired at Oprah Magazine and she had been following us before so when she had the opportunity to write the article she mentioned us and that was so thrilling we've also recently been uh, featured in Team Vogue um, which is super exciting we were like the main picture no of way. the whole story although we were just a list in the in the article like our photos are of our models were like the main photo of the article but that was so awesome uh last year we actually had like we actually kind of went like mini viral uh, me too did a video on us of our uh, lipsticks being taco proof oh wait yeah <laughs> and proof. yeah and that video got a million views like yeah, like 15,000 shares, 30,000 comments. It was crazy. Like that day we blew up. Like we had orders like no other. Um, and that was super cool and super exciting. Like I didn't know it was going to take off like that. So, I mean, we're hoping to get more viral moments later, hopefully in the future. But yeah, last year that was insane. Um, so we're, you know, we're definitely grateful for these opportunities. Again, I think it just shows that something like this is needed in the community and outlets like this um, see it as worthy to talk about and mention um, in their publications and for their readers. Yeah, let's talk about the question we always ask to our guests and it is, what is your personal source of poder? I think my source of poder is just knowing again, and I think I've had like an epiphany when I was working at this nonprofit, just like knowing to take full advantage of what is available and being grateful. You know, for what you do have, for what you don't have, and what you are willing to do. Um, I think being grateful is some source of empowerment for me, um, and just being thankful and aware, self-aware of my privileges and how I can use that to make something better or create opportunities that didn't exist for me or create brands or products that I wish I had. Um, growing up or as a you know in general as a consumer as a person and everything that I do I always think about how what do I want to see the change what was something that I would have liked to see that was available to me and how can I create that for others Um, I think that's the number one of like everything I do with my beauty brand at work other projects that's what it comes down to okay and additionally to your source of poder there was a question uh, this weekend that I've heard is like, not what do you want to do when you grow up, but what do you want to solve? What problem do you know that you can fix? No matter if you're a scientist, uh, humanitarian, or a social, uh, an entrepreneur, for example, what do you feel like you're contributing to? Uh, what problems are you fixing with your projects? You know, um, I think that goes back to our inspiration about, you know, the problem that our brand tries to fix is being, feeling that you're validated, that your existence as, you know, on our brand as Latinas, as Latinx people, that your existence matters and what you invest in matters. And we're doing and we're creating companies that have you and our Latinx community in mind first we're not a second you know for brands big conglomerates for example beauty conglomerates we're like second thought to them you know they don't they don't think of us as first place of like how are we going to generally reach out and assist in this community but as an afterthought and I think in the in the projects that I do it's like we're thinking of ourselves our communities and our needs first Um, and I think you know that's the problem that I see we're solving with the brand and again you know there's so much 
involvement about self-esteem and self and body positivity especially in the latino latinx community about like hey you're beautiful you have to be flaca que estas gorda que esto que el otro you know like things that are especially yeah. older generations like mija blah 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 it's like no we're beautiful in every single way you don't have to stand the norm and what generations have told us that we can be or not be or look like or not look like and just you know keep moving forward yeah in terms of being inclusive so can you talk more about that to our listeners sure yeah so our brand is i want to say it's extremely inclusive you know brand uh, beauty and makeup doesn't have gender um it's about feeling good of who you are in your own skin and not being ashamed for that and that's actually really you know i think especially thinking about older latinx generations like you know about homophobia or you know just that sentiments of men acting this way and women acting this way and not you know it's just like we're breaking those chains like that no longer applies here and anyone that you know we want to say like anyone is welcome to a brand that you know also loves their culture it's not about if you're identify as male female non-binary whatever you identify that you know we are open to it it's about celebrating the latinx cultura and in a positive and inclusive way for everyone that can feel loved and seen and can you talk more about other projects that you might be working on so i also co-founded a uh, local nonprofit called young latinas aspire it's a nonprofit that connects Latinas uh, with mentorship. Um, the, the idea of this was, you know, there's amazing resources for Latinas, Latinos, Latinx to go to college. But what happens after you graduate? You know, and even the few that graduate, right? Um, even getting through that barrier of graduating, that's, you know, a win. But then what happens after? You know, a lot of the times we don't have connections to jobs or we don't have connections to these other places of power. So how do you connect that gap of like you made it, you graduated, but then now what? And foster those relationships, mentorships, resources, workshops and opportunities. Last year we had our first inaugural conference at Sac State. Okay. Uh, Dolores Huerta was the keynote speaker, which was super amazing. She's like one of my hero, personal heroes. And we had women, Latinas of all different background, professional ages uh, be on panels and talk about important things like how do you balance familiar obligations and family and work? Like how are you a young professional and still cater to those family needs that are oftentimes, you know, very present in the Latino Latinx community. Um, also, like, how do you develop mentorships? Um, things like that. So that's something that I, me and the other, my co-founder have been doing. Um, this year has been a little dormant because it's been really crazy. Um, but next year we're gonna do have another conference. Um, this time it, it's gonna be focusing on Latina health and how health looks like. Okay. It's not just about eating healthy and exercise. That you know, health is in multiple ways and acts in multiple aspects of our lives. So that's that's be, gonna be something that's coming up. Wow, so so people will hear this story and say, wow, she's all over the place, she's helping out, she's a true leader in her community. You believe in coming back to your community and or any community that you, you experience. Correct. And make it a lot better and, you know, reaching out to the global community, you know, with self-image and positive cultura right. and uh, all that. So tell us more about your education. Uh, what was your pathway like? 
Sure. Um, so I was, I'm the oldest in my siblings. Um, I'm the oldest, I have two sisters. Um, my parents didn't go to college. Um, my dad went to the eighth grade in Mexico. My mom actually did graduate high school in Mexico, but um, when she um, migrated here, unfortunately she wasn't able to go any further. Um, so as a teenager, it was difficult. You know, I didn't have those um, people or mentors or anything or anyone to say, hey, you need to apply to this financial aid. Hey, you need to do this or this or that. Um, I was fortunate to be in this uh, program called AVID. Um, and that kind of helped me guide my way to applying to a four-year university. Um, and I don't know, like, from, you know, I, since ever I can remember, I knew I wanted to go to college. Um, I didn't know how, I didn't know where, I didn't, I didn't know how it will happen, I just knew it was. Um, and I was, again, fortunate to be in programs like AVID that helped me guide. Um, and then I was accepted as a freshman. So, you know, um, I moved out, which was a big step for my family. Oh, how was that? Um, it was interesting my parents were super nervous and super scared um you know it's again it's that notion like you know kids don't move away you know a lot of it's hard for a lot of latino latinx children to like just move away when they turn 18 to go to college so it was definitely a new idea to my parents um but um after some time it's just about developing trust just knowing that i was you know away from home for a good thing you know not to help myself but to help my family and to help my future generations really you know break the chain um, and become a, a first uh, gra generation graduate and then I think that also showed my sisters my younger sisters like hey this is possible you can do it like my sisters are incredibly smart I always think I like to think they're smarter than me like my sister went to UC Berkeley my other sister she's at UC Davis so I feel like my educational journey was kind of like a stepping stone to my younger siblings. Um, but I love Sac State. I joined a sorority. Okay. Yeah, I'm an a, yeah, which is Sigma Pi Alpha. Um, I had a great, great experience through that. Um, I was also involved in other clubs um, on campus. I had a radio show on campus. So I took advantage, fully advantage of being on at Sac State, being near campus, and just being involved. I think that's how... Um, when students go out of their way to participate in these extracurricular activities, it's for the better. And I think that really helps you in the long run. Thank you for sharing so much about your experience, your beauty brand, and your nonprofit. Now, give me your inspirational closing remarks. Sure. So um, I was actually at a conference um, earlier this year, and uh, there's a speaker there, um, and it was about she did a hundred things in a hundred days that scared her so and she had this great great quote that I like jot, jotted down and like ingrained in my memory you know whenever you're thinking of anything any opportunity anything that's in front of you any task anything you're dreaming about doing instead of thinking about what's the worst that can happen think about what's the best that can happen and that you know and I've tried to actually make that my new motto of you know instead of being scared to go for it you know either opening a business or changing your career or getting a new job you know what instead of thinking about what's the worst think about what's the best that can happen if I if I were to do this Wow thank you for those powerful inspirational words words matter they are very important and when it comes down to it you say that your inspiration is really taking that risk and I've, I've seen that overall mm -hmm. in your in your social media when you're saying, oh, I just went to this conference 
and you know I, I pay attention to what you do and that inspires my uh, my uh, entrepreneurial goals and this podcast may be a product of that interaction as well so thank you for joining us on Poder Podcast and we wish you luck with all your endeavors thank you so much um, I appreciate your words and I appreciate you uh, thinking of me in that light and inviting me to be here I really do thank you so much Thank you for listening to Poder Podcast, the podcast con poder. I am your host, Sergio Lagunas. Music is produced by Brian Navarrete. Please follow us on all social media channels, including Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Spotify, and you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, this is Poder Podcast. <music>